everything is still bad. And yes. uh, I guess we're going to dance around it with this just sort of a uh, things we've been up to that are not uh, terrible related. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I haven't really been up to anything. I I, I started trying out uh, HelloFresh and like actually cooking food. Uh, I haven't actually cooked any of the food yet. <laughs> I was going to tonight. Um, but it's all in my refrigerator. Uh, this is actually the second box. The first one disappeared into the black hole of FedEx. I don't know what the hell happened there. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it seems nice possibly we'll see how everything well, you've also been baking this whole time um somewhat i i was baking a lot more kind of at the beginning um well, it's getting cold again yeah that's true so probably i'll want to start filling the house with bread smells again pretty soon <laughs> right uh, so it I, smells warm <laughs> yeah i did become uh, a mandatory cookie maker apparently for my new workplace whenever we have a socially distanced gathering <laughs> Like it sounded, it sounded like it wasn't super optional. <laughs> and that's just um, Alton Brown's The Chewy Cookie Recipe. Like right. and anybody could yeah. do it. It's not a secret. It's on the internet. Mm -hmm. There's also uh, a vegan version out there, um, but it's not nearly as good as the kind that uses half a pound of butter, um, amazingly. Mm -hmm. A lot of people are developing quarantine hobbies. I am not really one of them, I don't think. Maybe you could uh, fix all the vegan recipes. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to start developing recipes. <laughs> I, chemistry. I, I, no. I <laughs> I haven't taken chemistry since high school, and I'm okay with that. Um, I the, the, the reason that I make vegan cookies at all is because my boss is vegan. My direct <laughs> supervisor is vegan and I like him and I want him to be able to have cookies and he likes them just fine. But I'm like, yeah, they're fine. They're good cookies, but the other one's better. The other ones are better. <laughs> Quite a bit better. There's just something about animal fats and proteins. Oh, absolutely. Uh, one of my favorite things is to make um, black bean burgers, which, you know, come out of a package in the freezer aisle. You know, I'm not smooshing beans together. <laughs> As I am doing it for the fact that those things are just good, or at least the brand I get is, because they're, like, pre-Chipotle flavored. Yeah, black bean burgers can be really tasty. They're not... Right. Like, you don't have to think of them as an inferior meat alternative. They're, like, a whole separate thing that's good in its own right. I used to get those all the time at Chili's, which, you know, again, Chili sucks, but... Yeah. <laughs> Um, but anyway, the green thing I do is I cook them in the uh, saved bacon fat from when I'm vegan. <laughs> <laughs> so you unvegan those right up. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, like, swimming in it. They are, you know, shallow fried. In well, <laughs> I mean, pork fat and beans are just like natural friends. <laughs> exactly. And this is the superior version of that stuff in a can that I can't even like swallow for some reason. It's just a texture thing. Mm. An inferior bean. <laughs> um, but uh, you actually have developed a uh, corn. It's, it's kind of annoying to me. So I played the flute for, gosh, like nine years. Um, and I was terrible at it the whole time because it turns out like just my upper lip is just no good at all. 
and nobody ever like tried to help me fix that because you can kind of like change have like you can do like a weird embouchure like off to one side or the other to like kind of adapt to that but I had no idea until many years after I basically stopped playing that that was even a thing so I find it mildly irritating when other people just like start playing the flute and they're good at it and it's like oh well fuck you because <laughs> I'm a bad person yeah luckily I wasn't one of those people you get to be angry at just because I have a degree of the same lip but also my lips are stuck in clarinet shape because I've been playing that like since high school without playing anything else so it's a much bigger inertia to get over because I think like, oh, this is just what my lips do when I play an instrument. And I find that I find that I'm doing things um, that I've learned to subconsciously do based on like where the note is I'm playing, where where can either mean like in terms of how many fingers are down or, uh, you know, it's uh, location on the staff, both of those. And they're not the same for <laughs> all woodwinds. No, not really. So, like, especially, <laughs> I really let my mouth hole. <laughs> <laughs> right, that one. Not your yeah. asshole. <laughs> uh, yeah, but the, the hole between my lips gets much too wide when I go down scales because just on a clarinet, you need, uh, like, you, you still need to do that, uh, on the flute, it's just way less than you need to do it it's on a clarinet. Pretty, I'm trying to, I'm trying to remember, and it. it's pretty subtle. You mostly kind of open up your throat more, in yeah, because you need to like push air a different way. You know, I always liked playing the low notes. Yeah, the the thing they tell the kids is uh, warm air. That would not help me at all <laughs> if I were the kids. Hmm. And of course, you know, like trying to self teach myself, uh, everything is you know poor kids that you find yeah and 90 percent of that is <laughs> click here to pay me for lessons right which i mean fair enough people yeah. do want to make a living and as a music major <laughs> that is one option i saw on i think it was on imager there's a woman who's doing like uh I really hope that the horrible lawnmowers aren't coming through so bad. Who on earth is doing so much lawn care at 5 p.m. on a Tuesday? I don't know. but This has been the worst part of uh, working from home, by the way, is realizing how often leaf blowing happens at my apartment. <sighs> yeah, it's the worst. <laughs> um, I've been working from home. For a while, like when I especially like when I first moved here, I was working from home full time. So I'm like, so I kind of got to know when all the neighbors lawn guys came and my lawn guys came basically at fandom. We're going to get new <laughs> ones when we move. Um, but uh, gosh, we're, oh, yeah, I was complaining. Let's see. Before I started complaining about the lawnmowers, where on earth was I going? Oh, yeah. So uh, there's there's a woman who is teaching ice skating lessons over the internet because uh, there are obvious huge barriers to entry for ice skating, for figure skating, if you don't live near an ice skating rink and have the ability yeah. to pay for lessons there, which can be quite expensive. Um, so she actually has, uh, you can, they, they make like fake ice stuff. Like, I don't know what the hell it's made of, but you basically put these tiles on your floor and you can skate on them. 
That's kind of neat. That is. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. I, if I uh, remembered her name, I would say it, but I don't. And I and I, I think I know what it is, but that might just be the first Chinese name that comes to mind uh, because because she was Chinese and I don't want to be racist about it. Uh, and, and similar weird uh, practice things. Uh, uh, when my wife started learning, she did buy this $20 toy, which is a... Uh, it's a plastic flute head joint shape, but the hole doesn't go into the pipe. It just goes directly through it. And then there's four little fans on the back of it what? that you have to that you have to only spin one at a time huh. using your mouth so that, you know, you're tight enough. And also the fans are, you know, arranged in such a way that which one you're spinning is the one you're supposed to be spinning for a certain note. That's kind of neat. They should probably start all flute players on something like that, because I think that would have been, well, so that wouldn't have fixed the ultimate problem, which was that nobody, like, none of my band teachers ever paid any attention to the fact that I sucked, <laughs> I because I wasn't a behavioral problem, probably. It was, once again, the curse mm. of, of the of the anxious child with a, with a fear of authority. I don't yeah. get what I need because I'm not a behavioral problem, but... yeah. But that's no, cool. Not now if you were bonking people with the flute. Right? Although you'd think that like being rarely to never in tune would have been noticeable <laughs> and like maybe it's because so many um I swear we didn't tune until high school. <laughs> I don't, well so I did a year of high school and whatever, but we we definitely did um in like 8th grade I want to say. And I, I don't know what the hell, I, I don't know what was up with that. Um, well, even then, sometimes tuning is just sort of, uh, everyone plays at once after learning what concert B-flat is on their <laughs> instrument, and you just sort of grit your teeth at the noise that comes out, and yeah. then you then you start playing, and it sounds like it sounds, because it's middle school, and you're not like one of those middle schools. It's true. This was Hawaii public schools. I also think that a lot of band teachers were probably prejudiced against flutes because uh, they, I don't know, there's just a lot of prejudice against flutes, I guess, because it's harder to be in tune because so much of it depends on your embouchure, which is much more challenging, obviously, than correct fingerings. Um, and unless you have like a flute player, like a primary flute player band teacher, they might just be like, well, I guess that's the best a fucking flute can do. Yeah, it's also that. And that um, when you're talking about, you know, the, the dissonance that comes from two things not in tune <laughs> with each other that are aiming at the same note, the higher pitch that is, the more that's going to be annoying because the frequency is higher. Therefore, the beats are going to like the beat frequency that's formed by the mismatch is going to be much more noticeable. Whereas if you have two tubas and they are not in tune with each other, you might not even notice. <laughs> yeah, I probably should have pursued a brass instrument, and I wanted to when I was a child, but my mother wouldn't let me. Um, because, yes, there's a, a whole feminism thing with that. Totally. Uh, my mom thought it would make me ugly. <laughs> like, <laughs> she thought it would make my mouth look funny in a in a way that would like devalue me as a human being. 
Uh, also, they didn't want to spend any money on an instrument for me. Uh, my brother, they bought a clarinet for. But for me, I just like had to use like an old flute that was my mom's cousin's and then her old flute. And then it was I was just using old ass flutes and not like nice old flutes. We're talking like student level old flutes, student flutes from the 60s. <laughs> so yes. now granted, they were better back then than they are now. <laughs> and yet. <laughs> yeah. It's okay. The, the rest of the, the music world hates, like, flautists hate themselves, is, is what I'm trying to say. Because, like, so when I bought mine, um, I decided to go, we're all musicians start, eBay, because no <laughs> one can afford new instruments. Right. But I discovered cheap new instruments coming straight from Chinese factories, where, I don't know, you get, like, an entire grade above like for what you're paying for like a pretty good deal especially since they're perfectly cromulent instruments right and i finally got it confirmed by <laughs> a professional <laughs> uh so outdoor and the luckily it wasn't too cold and yet and was mm -hmm. still very humid uh pumpkin carving with my family last weekend i gave uh my older brother who is you know, a professional everything. Mm -hmm. uh, so, you know, he's been a, a pit musician for like, I don't know, if, if you've ever been to a, a community theater in New Jersey in the aughts, he was probably there. So, yeah, so he can play uh, flute, clarinet, and sax extremely well. And after a quick moment of realizing he left my folding stand in the foot joint, and that's why it wasn't making any sound, uh, I took yeah, that out of the hair. <laughs> that could be a problem. <laughs> yes, do not stick a plug in the end of your instrument. <laughs> it will definitely affect the sound. But after that, you know, he was playing it like, you know, it was fine. You know, it, it didn't have any quirks that were, like, meaningful him uh, and you know his flute is you know a normal metal one so mine being wood is of course different but it was just sort of like you have to blow harder because it's much I mean you're, you're oh, right, trying to make it's a, not as easy to resonate yeah, the yes you're making a block of wood sing versus <laughs> a thin piece of tin wrapped in different tin <laughs> Uh, usually nickel wrapped in silver, I yeah. think. Right. Which is great for people with allergies. You can it get a uh, gold lip plate on the head joint, but I don't know. Fuck your fingers. <laughs> yeah. I think I think a lot of the really cheap ones are all nickel, which is also uh, kind of a bummer. Yeah. However, if you're willing to buy from outside of the... Japanese companies that manufacture in Taiwan and then sell at the Flute Center of New York. Silver is kind of for free because it doesn't cost anything because it's electroplated on. It's right. not like painted on. So there's not like, you know, so it's two molecules thick. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's not a meaningful amount. And you could get, you know, gold plated instead of silver plated for like a flat like plus $200. <laughs> Whether that's like the a uh, $200 silver flute you're turning to gold for, you know, like 350 total or the one I got um I I couldn't find one with gold keys in the shape I wanted um but it would have been 
900 instead of 700, if I could. Mm. Considering that my uh, wife's flute, which again is just silver plated, was like, I don't know, like 1200 because she bought from a real brand. Yeah, I have a much cheaper flute than that. I think it was on the order of maybe five to 700, somewhere in there. It's just a, gosh, what brand is it? Pearl, maybe? Yeah, no, they're fine. And yes, and that's, it's probably a perfectly fine instrument as well. Yeah, it turns out it's me. <laughs> yeah, and it also turns out that I am also me, as, you know, it was demonstrated by my brother's competent playing of it. But, so that, that's been what I've been up to. And for the month of October, I have been playing with uh, the group I was playing with before the world ended outside on someone's enormous front lawn although it started getting cold mm -hmm. so the last thing we're going to do outside is on uh, halloween and then uh question mark <laughs> yeah even halloween can be really nippy sometimes yeah and this one might be it might be in the like like 50 zero so i've also been seeing Either, you know, something posted at the grocery store for what the town's doing or in my emails from my town about the ways some towns are like, instead of just doing the obvious thing of uh, Halloween is perfectly safe because your costume probably includes a mask anyway, but if it doesn't, just wear one with it. And for you answering the door, either also wear a mask or, you know, use a candy chute, which can just be a PVC pipe. There's... All sorts of terrible ideas like trunk or treats, which take a large number of people and put them in the same spot, even if they are outside. Yeah, I thought those, I mean, so the deal with those is they were a better alternative for people who lived in like areas where it's dangerous to walk the streets, either because of traffic or other. East Brunswick, New Jersey is not one of those. <laughs> <laughs> So it's a little weird to, like, propose that as, oh, well, this will be better for COVID because, no, it will not. Right. It's, well, it's better for the virus. Well, right. In that sense. <laughs> it's not good. It's not better for humans <laughs> and human health. Yeah. And the same thing, too, where, like, so after uh, college football was preemptively canceled, it uncanceled. And now yeah. college football is happening. But you're just not allowed in the stadium. But tailgate are still happening oh, and great <laughs> that's an ass load of people outside i mean outside is fine but they're all eating because that's what you do you just show up and like flip burgers all day and they're drinking lowering their inhibitions yeah and you know un unless you have your patented plague beak with sippy straw like <laughs> i have you're probably taking your mask off to drink straight from a bottle or a solo cup or whatever and like Unsurprisingly, colleges have been hotbeds of infection. Who could have guessed? Who, who knew that the, the same people for whom you don't actually teach sex ed to, and then they <laughs> go to college, and they wonder why everyone's trying to give them free condoms. <laughs> right. The whole So I live in unincor unincorporated Fairfax County, and so it's basically people fretting individually on next door. Like Fairfax County has said, just don't but people want to. So I don't know what's going to happen. I'm probably going to like turn off all the lights and hide because I didn't buy any candy and it's coming mm. up real soon. 
Yeah. And uh, I just, I don't really like it anyway. Because um, I don't, I'm, like, I'm not a huge fan of children. And sometimes, like, you have, you're expected to, like, speak to them and, like, have an interaction. And I'm, like, super bad at that. So it's, it's, I think it's a good excuse to cancel Halloween. Uh, and by excuse, I mean reason. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so I'm probably just going to, like, personally cancel it at my house for sure. The lazy bowl is always good. Or just just put out the empty bowl and you know like put out a, a really <laughs> a really big empty bowl yeah like, like a like a salad bowl Maybe like one of those outdoor <laughs> salad bowls or a punch bowl yeah put an empty yeah wrapper then in they'll it. think that some other kid was shitty and it's not me <laughs> it wasn't it's not that I am like depriving anybody of anything and and thus you are participating in the trick of trick or treat which is right? a, a valid interpretation of the custom it's right there in the name yeah. So the uh, house we're going to be playing in front of uh, this weekend, uh, uh, her husband has a, a candy shoot ready so that he can, you know, essentially launch candy at children. <laughs> right. <laughs> and uh, also a lot of caution tape in the uh, feeble attempt to guide children off mm. of the lawn and away from us who will also be in encircled in an additional layer of caution tape because why not? <laughs> Yeah, children notoriously easy to guide. Yeah, but I I do also have uh there is this really ugly invention that you clip onto the uh mouth of a flute so that the wind doesn't play it or move your wind out of the way from playing it hmm. so that you know it can actually work. We didn't have those. Yeah, and they're not cheap either because there's only one brand that's making them. That's probably why we didn't have them in. Hawaii public schools. Hawaii, notoriously windy. Yes, it would be a thing that you would buy as they are $40 versus, yeah, versus, you know, like the uh, music holder thingies for marching band, which are like, I don't know, $7 if you just buy one. So I imagine a box of them comes out to, you know, pennies each. Yeah, we had for the flutes we had the ones that strap onto your arm and those were actually the better ones <laughs> the worst ones you had to kind of hold under your armpit but i don't think we had those i think that's yeah. more like my mom's generation that was kind of the mm. standard yes before we had sufficient elastics for <laughs> clamping things onto arms right or even just i don't know like a belt they figured I'm saying we've had belt technology for a really long time. And yeah, I was going to say, couldn't they, you know, like do the whole like a whalebone corset thing? The two little rings, whatever, laces. It seems <laughs> yeah. like they're, but anyway, I didn't, I didn't love those. Plus also you had to like shrink your music to fit onto the little pages and the little. Well, well yes, that's why you're supposed to buy the things that were formatted for it. Yeah, they just Which, gave it to us, whatever. Yeah, that's. Um. I don't know where it came from. The band teacher just distributed it. Although I never um, did do actual marching band. I did two weeks of marching band training. Right. That was why you you quit because of the, like, the mandatoriness of it, right? Well, the reason I quit was because I could either march or play my instrument correctly, but not both at the same time. Right. That that What, what I meant was like because you like, had to do marching band. No, I quit band altogether um, my sophomore year because the good band teacher left and the new band teacher was kind of a... Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, 
I, I quit marching band after two weeks. I did concert band, which was fun. And you get to just sit there and play your instrument, which I was yeah, fine Yeah, like God with. intended. Right. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I, my steps are too long to march. Like I would have, I, I would have had to really try to like unnaturally shorten my strides and I just couldn't get it done. I'm glad I never had to do that. I have a 36 inch inseam, so, and I have since freshman year of high school. Yep. That, that's a lot. <laughs> um, so anyway, the, the, the wind protector thing. Right. Because of what it's designed to do, air doesn't go through it at all. It's, you know, it's practically opaque to air. It's just sort of like ventilated so you don't blow black into your face. It's just, <laughs> uh, but you know, there's plenty of YouTube videos of people just like showing that without one, you put a candle in front of a flute and it, you know, goes out. And with it, you can put it like right up to it and the candle doesn't even like, you know, jiggle. There are also a decent surface to sort of just clamp a bigger mask onto, you know, for any series of rubber bands or bread ties. Did you know that the the nose clampy thing in, in masks is, is just a bread tie? Some of them it is. Some of them it isn't. Uh, but well, yeah, some of them it's like a good piece of metal. <laughs> yeah, my more expensive uh, Tom Bean masks do have like a bigger piece of metal that's a little bit nicer. But the cheapest ones that they sell do have just like the twist tie thing and you remove them to wash it and it's like it's fine it kind of does i mean everything it does a job <laughs> everything sucks with glasses so i've just taken to wearing contact lenses whenever i'm gonna have to be wearing a mask for an extended period of time um which is anytime i leave my house well now that it's getting cold again i can just wear the beak yeah i don't i don't have a beak but <laughs> <laughs> it was actually so i was at a social distanced company event I guess that was last week. I don't know. Time, Time isn't real. It isn't. Yeah. Um, recently. And it was kind of a chillier day. And like, it was kind of nice. I was at, at a certain point, I put on my, just for warmth, I was wearing right? my mask, even though I was far away from everybody. It, was, it got too cold. And I was like, I'm going to put my mask on. It's kind of nice. Yeah. If only, you know, this hit November last year. <laughs> Uh, my, my parents also told me they went to one of the various beaches in New Jersey. I, I forget which one. Um, but it had that, like, uh, needly wind. Oh, where, I hate that. You know, the, the sand just turns into needles. <laughs> and, you know, they were, you know, in the middle of nowhere, you know, like, that's why they were there. Because it was, you know, end of season. It's already too cold. So they're just like, wait a minute. And they just put their mask on. And it's like, no, only my legs hurt. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I'm, I'm being as safe as I can be while, while doing this thing. I'm doing to you know, try to feel normal. <laughs> yeah. And also, like, New Jersey, uh, now utterly ruined by global warming. We have humid ass winters. And, um, you know, the science says the virus sort of gets stuck in the humidity and, you know, dies in the uh, UV from the sun, whereas in humidity, like 40 percent and lower and like especially 20 percent and lower, the uh, aerosols just sort of suspend in the air and don't die. And, you know, it's a sort of like a was it meningitis? Is that the super contagious one where you can walk into a room after the person has left and get it? Uh, it might have been measles, measles but it could maybe? also be meningitis. Uh, I know they 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 like to vaccinate college students for it because they spread it so much, but I'm not sure. 
if that's because they tend, I think that might be a cup sharing thing. So I, I think it could be, I think it might be the measles. But anyway, there's one such virus. It's bad. Get your vaccines, kids. Yep. So flu shots are out. Do get them. Because even if, like, so, but everyone's wearing masks and staying home and actually washing their hands for once. Yeah, so get the flu shot so that you don't pick it up from other things. Because unlike COVID, you know, the flu actually does have some successful contact transmission. Yeah. Also, just stop being a baby. Just get your flu shot. Your insurance will pay for it. It's basically free. Yep. A lot of employers pay for it. I got mine a few weeks ago. It's fine. I got it at CVS. Yeah, I got mine when I was picking uh, another prescription up. Um, and uh, I actually erased them. So, like, I went in, you know, like, with the written script and said, uh, fill this, I'll wait, and give me the flu shot form. Mm -hmm. And they were both ready at the same time. And it was sort of like, wait, which which, which window do I go to? You both called me. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's, you know, uh, <laughs> um, I would probably grab my my prescription and then go to the other window and get the shot. Yeah. And, and that that is what I did, because in the in the meantime, I also paid for it. So they just had to hand. Yeah. It I feel like I must be a very forgettable person because like every time I go to a pharmacy to get my flu shot, it seems like the pharmacist forgets about me. Until I, like, stand up and do the, like, craning, you know, the obvious, like... Yeah, the, hey, me, I exist. <laughs> I exist. And I'm not a small person. I'm, like, I'm not, like, super tall for a human, but I'm quite tall for a woman. And I'm not untall for a human. So it's, like, I'm not short for a human. So it's, like, how am I so... Maybe it's because I'm kind of short when I'm sitting down. I don't know. I don't know. Or maybe I'm just forgettable. People just, like, it. I just slide. Oh, well, yeah, it's because you're not wearing a beak. That could be. Probably <laughs> if I were wearing a beak. <laughs> Man, there's there are these adorable... Uh, so there's this company called Squishable, and they make really cute um, stuffed critters. <laughs> uh, and they came out with a Plague Doctor one, which is very topical, very 2020. And they came out with another one, which is basically the Plague Doctor coated female wearing white and they called it plague nurse and i you know being me yes had I'm to like, smash that does... patriarchy immediately right why does the female coded <laughs> one have to be a nurse and they were like oh well it's a reference to some stupid pop culture thing and i'm like i didn't continue arguing after that but okay the stupid pop culture thing is also sexist so like reiterating that sexism is not you are not absolved of that and if anything it's worse because you had the opportunity to like turn it around and just have that be like white plague doctor right and you know so but they didn't and they and and somebody else like who follows me like totally didn't get it at all it was like oh my god i have to have that and i wanted to block that person <laughs> i didn't but i thought about it just because like wow wow, way to miss the point that I'm trying to make here and, like, actually support this bullshit. But anyway. Yeah, and even the historicity of it is worth bringing up. It's because nonsense. Because they were not doctors. I mean, granted, medicine wasn't real back then. Um, right. So, like, the real doctors <laughs> were not going to help you any more than the plague, quote-unquote, doctors were. Probably they were just going to bleed you or something, which is worse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but the plague doctors would go and just sort of poke you with a stick and... <laughs> And, yep, that's and, the plague, and, all right. And at least you would have company for the time. <laughs> right. 
but and and even so, like the historical accuracy argument, there weren't plague nurses. That was never a thing. Right, because because plague doctor was tongue in cheek to begin with. Well, actually, so there were plague nurses. They were just like regular people who were often impressed into service by their parish, uh, which is kind of shitty because it was dangerous work. And I think they probably had a higher success rate than the dudes with the beaks because there's a whole tradition of women and healing and herb knowledge and that sort of thing passed down. Of course, it was all nonsense because it was women's stuff. Nonsense like washing your hands, which was women's nonsense. I think you mean witchcraft. Right. So they went, you know, straight straight from that to the uh, <laughs> to all the witch trials, which uh, turns out were all about because uh, at various points in history, men discovered that women masturbate. Right. That that's what the broomstick is, people. By the way, <laughs> huh, never thought about that, but okay. It, it it literally is why the witch is straddling the broomstick because which is extra ironic given the the. <laughs> The remember the the Harry Potter vibrating broomstick toy. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> uh, now see that is historically accurate for the wrong reason. <laughs> right. <laughs> and my leather plague beak that I've put my uh reflective blue sunglass lenses on is <laughs> not remotely accurate to anything, but it is effective. Yeah. And and also a beak. Did you put pleasant scented herbs in the beak well um i did initially but then i had to stop doing that because like it it turns out that unless you have one of the three foot long beaks of old Mm. that particles sort of start Um, flying into your eyes yeah that's not optimal (laughs) well i think you put them in a cheesecloth bag or something like i don't think you just they were oh wow okay (laughs) (laughs) maybe put like some drops of essential oil which incidentally are only good for making things smell or poisoning you uh, or especially poisoning your cats yeah Uh, essential oils are super toxic to cats if anybody listening didn't know that so if you have an essential oil diffuser because you like pleasant smells don't do it around your cats yeah and uh, avoid putting them in your humidifier which i am encouraging you to have because again humidity is bad for the virus unlike trunk or treat (laughs) <laughs> right. But all of all of them now, uh, you know, are like, and, you know, there's an essential oil tray for you to put your poisons into this aerosolizer. Yeah. Like, it's kind of, I don't think we know how human lungs feel about having micro droplets of oil in them. But we definitely know that cat livers are like, nope, shutting down. Yeah. Well, we made it about doom anyway, but. Yeah. You knew what you signed up for. You did. 